time, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. 43, can you believe it? We're here on Planet Mongo in our recording studio, set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I am your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me, as always, is Zarkov to my flash, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christatos. How are we feeling today, Dr. Christatos? Jared, can you see me? I'm choking you right now. I'm choking you. And there's more from that where it comes from. <laughs> You just better leave me and my friends alone next time. Can't see you. Where are you? Why do you hide? There's more where that comes from. Where's I'm going to walk out and close the door now. That leads to your side of quoting James Bond lyrics. Okay. Well, with that, thanks for choking me. I was just for practice. Just, just yeah. wanted to make sure you knew that I was here. Turn me on a little bit. I'm sorry. Right. Let's get back to the show. You know, as one famous songwriter said, I didn't mean to turn you on. All right. I accept your apology. Also joining me is the ugliest Dale Arden of all time. Speaking of turn-ons, it's my brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull. Albrick, welcome back to the show. Jason. Flash. I got me a tiger, baby. They tried to sick a tiger on me. I'm the tiger. I tamed that tiger. Tiger knows who's boss. That was me, the tiger, just running around Mongo. <laughs> I think it's a tiger on, actually. I got the I have the tiger on you still feel in the pot. Uh, welcome to the final episode of Saturday Man. <laughs> it's your lucky day, Tigron. That's what MJ says. <laughs> it's right, MJ. No, no, it's not MJ. It's, it's Oh, it's Dale, yeah, Dale. Yep, yeah. That's right. I'm kind of confused. Oh, I'm goodness. not MJ. <laughs> I'm Dale Arden. Face it, Tigron. You just hit the jackpot. We also have with us the merciless ruler, Emperor Delvin the Dark Web Williams himself. How do you do, Your Excellency? Very much like Del Arden at the end of the episode. I'm Wait. feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No guests this episode, so we're just going to get right into it. Ah! we recognize our sponsor this episode is sponsored by omaha bound entertainment omaha bound is your best choice for hard binding those special comics in your collection the guys over at omaha bound do own the best high quality binding and this might be the best part they custom design every cover so every single hardcover they design is unique in short when you get your comics hardbound with omaha bound you'll know that you have a truly one-of-a-kind collection in addition to binding they also sell special trade collections of hard-to-find comics all this is available on their website, which is omahabound.com. Treat yourself in those special comics, right? And go to omahabound.com today. And if you're just listening to Saturday Matinee Theater and you're like, I don't really collect comics. I'm just here for the Holmes or the Flash Gordon. Maybe you got Flash Gordon comics. Maybe you got Holmes comics. They combined all that for you. Could Flash comics work? Probably. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, nice. Flash, nice. Flash comics. They combine anything. You got the old original Strand magazines? Probably don't find those. Those are worth a lot of money. So <laughs> don't do that. Those are the original appearances of Sherlock Holmes. But anyways, bind them if you want to. They're going to do a great job. I've had several things bound there because I'm so fancy. Mm. Ah, yes, I forgot. And with my fanciness declaration out of the way, Pat, would you explain to new listeners, welcome, by the way, new listeners, what we got going on here? Well, Jared, I am glad you asked me in a fancy way. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by The Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. 
Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we will continue our dive into 1936's Flash Gordon serial, Space Soldier. <laughs> 1936's Flash Gordon serial was produced by Henry McRae. It starred Buster Crabbe as Flash Gordon, Gene Rogers as Dale Arden, Charles Middleton as Emperor Ming, Priscilla Lawson as Princess Aura, mm. and Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkov. So grab your ray gun, fire up your rockets, and blast off for adventure. But don't forget, the invisibility only lasts for a little while. Nice, uh, nice techno digital theme work there, DJ Cristados. Mm-hmm, I love I'm it. I'm not even gonna bother getting my violin out because uh, y'all suck and uh, you and don't we deserve my violin. It, so. Wait, we, <laughs> we, we suck. We, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to rain on your parade any further, Thank Jared. You, you, you are pretty. You are kind. People like you. Thank you, sir. And also. Chapter 11 was titled The Claws of Tigron. <laughs> the director was Frederick Stefani. The writers were Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey. With guest stars Richard Alexander as Prince Baron, Jack Lipson as King Voltan, and Theodore Lorch as the High Priest. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. If you haven't watched the episode, we recommend that you pause here. Go check it out on YouTube and then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode, it's not that big of a time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we would love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment on the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Flash. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Pat. Hashtag Flash. Ah, hashtag of the universe. <laughs> it's not the hashtag, but maybe it should be. Jason. I'm following Flash. I'm following Flash. And hashtag I'm following Flash. And with that. Let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary.
As you may remember, at the end of last episode, Flash was about to be done in by Ming's firing squad. But some quick thinking from the incomparable Dr. Zarkov saved Flash because he used a machine of his own invention, of course, to turn Flash invisible at the last minute. Flash decided that invisible is the way to go to get the upper hand on Ming, so he has Zarkov experiment on our hero by keeping him invisible. Invisible Flash proceeds to threaten and choke Ming, and he also frees Voltan from Ming's dungeons. That sneaky aura eavesdrops on our heroes and learns the secret of Flash's invisibility. Luckily, Prince Baron spies Aura's listening device and hides Dale in the catacombs. Meanwhile, Flash's invisibility wears off in mid-hand throws with Ming's men, but that's okay. Volton has Flash's back, so Flash and Baron can go retrieve Dale. But Aura isn't one to just sit on her hands. She has sent the dreaded Tigron into the catacombs to track Dale, and it has her. Will Flash arrive in time to save Dale? Can anyone withstand a belly wallop from Volton? Will the Tigron eat Dale and proclaim that she's great? (laughs) Tune in and find out. So we retreaded that one, but I, I thought it was totally worth it. We're getting a lot of mileage off that joke. Is the time run named Tony? <laughs> and that is our summary. Let's get into the highs and lows, and we will start with Jason. What do you got for round one? I'm going to go with a high for Princess Ara. I think that she's really just kind of taking charge here. Ming is just flabbergasted sitting on his throne, surrounded by guards, doesn't know if Flash is coming or going. And she is just basically laying out the plan, getting inside of a Flash and his team's circle, spying and doing everything she can to stop Flash escaping with Dale. And old Ming just sitting there and basically saying, you know, just do what she says. <laughs> you know? yeah, like she, she pitched him a plan, like, we should do this. He was like, yeah. Yeah, let's do that, you know? <laughs> so it was good, a good plan. It was a good plan. I just, hats off for Aura. Big high for me. She goes out and gets what she wants. Delvin, what do you got? I want to just pull up a funny moment and just talking about Aura's plan of where it's like, okay, I'm going to go spy on him. And being on planet Mongo, which has high-tech space level age communication devices and everything, she basically puts together a kid's version of a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bulky. It was Two so hands and a string. <laughs> I can totally hear what's in the other room. (laughs) And Prince Baron's like, we can hear you too. (laughs) Yeah, Prince Baron was like, I totally know she's spying on us, so I'm going to continue telling the plan. (laughs) What? Why? (laughs) He can't whisper and he lies. So those are two funny what the things that I found, but overall, very good show. But we got another round going. Pat, what do you have, man? I want to just say I liked how the gang's back together on this one. It was so cool to see you get a Zarkov, you got Dale, you got Flash. So I definitely liked this episode. It was fun. It was some lots of action in this one and moving the story forward with this. Being episode 11, we're getting close to, the mm-hmm. you know, two more away now. I think they really kind of move that character moment along here. I agree with you. Good observations. And that will bring us back around to Jason. 
I got a kick out of the invisibility gags that they were running all throughout the, the <laughs> yeah. show with the dancing fish and everything. But the one that I thought gave me the most what the moment is when he was invisibility fighting all the guards in Ming's throne room. And there was one that was like holding his ears and rolling around on yeah. the ground. I'm like, what the heck is Flash doing to that poor man? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. So that was kind of a funny what the moment for me. Delvin, what do you got? I did like the action overall. And this being 11 of 13, it was cool to see a kinetic type show because there were some where there seemed like there was filler where they gave a super extra long summary and then there are a lot of freeze frames and stuff. But that wasn't the case here. You had a lot of nice action being advanced. They were talking. They finally got that good steady signal back to planet Earth to let Doc Gordon know that his son was alive. And so it was cool. I, I liked that. I liked seeing the action advance. And I definitely liked, you know, just speaking of Emperor Ming, how even though he didn't have the plan, he, you can tell he just, he's finally just fed up with Flash. Like, yeah. I am yeah. really, really fed up with this dude. <laughs> he has come in and he has just disrupted all my stuff. It is yeah, he, he got to go. And so I like that. I, I don't. I have no idea how this is going to finish. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the last two episodes. What do you got, Pat? I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that. How long is Ming going to just let his daughter keep it going that she wants Flash and all that? Where he, like you said, he's just, I mean, I'd be so frustrated. I'm like, no, it's done. I don't <laughs> care. I, I don't need Dale at all either. I'm done. This guy is just... All up in my business. I don't need this. If you were on Mongo in episode one, I want you dead. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, he's uh, he's at the end of his rope. And there's a lot going on. It was a fast-paced episode. One of the shorter ones at right at 17 minutes. And about mm-hmm. a minute of that was recap. So it was moving. Chris, yeah. And, and Dale, she likes she in danger, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Tigron or whatever the heck pounced on her. Freaking pounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not usually good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know. Those cliffhangers, those cereals, that's how they used to get you, you know? What's going to happen to Dale? So well done on that. I don't even know if Frosted Flakes have been invented at that point yet. So, I mean, that's not going to save her. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would like to see on Mongo if they had that apopod and the tigron. <laughs> Aragopoid. Aragopoid, yeah. Something I like and that bear. I kind of like name? apopod. I like apopod better. <laughs> and the space bear. <laughs> the space bear. And now this tigron. And wow. And then we, in the beginning, we had those big lizard y things, too. Mm-hmm. So. And shark men. Oh, yeah. Really the shark look men. like sharks and all. <laughs> <laughs> Much more men than sharks. But yes. there was a, a squid or an octopus he fought. Yeah, octopi. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, cool things on Mongo to see. Yes. You know. So I want you all to come on down to Christatus's uh, Zootopia. Zoo? Yep. I'm <laughs> Always Mongo. with an angle. Is David on this? Or? <laughs> yeah, if Dave wants to be, I'll, I'll put that out there. Dave, if you want to be. Otherwise, if anybody out there listening wants to get in on this uh, action with Christatos on Mongo, we're opening up a zoo. Can't so. recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> Come and join us. It's Cristados Import Export Zoo. 
where we bring some animals from Earth up to Mongo, and then we bring some Mongo animals down to Earth. And we see. <laughs> I think you should have stuck with the vape pins. Yeah. He's had a lot so of So we're going to interbreed mm-hmm. Mongo Well, we, we make sure you enjoy animals. while you're watching, while you're walking through the zoos, vape pens will be handed to you mm. as you can walk around and enjoy that as you're and enjoying so the view of these animals. So. Yeah. So. And if you're if it's cold, if it's a chilly day, pants in the gift shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. So many schemes. Okay. Let's uh, anybody got any more burning highs or lows before we move into the fun fact? It's just one this week, but nah. nope. good. Okay. Let's move into the fun fact. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you want to get to flash fights? Sure. What are the flash fights? Well, we have flash fights, invisibility. Wow. Then he fights the soldiers. Wow. He fights some more soldiers. Wow. And then he fights Ming. Wow. Oh, he really took care of him, Ming. Choked him out. He was like, he, he's had this coming. He's put me through the, like, I won his contest. He still threw me in his, he erased my memory. I'm going to erase something. Mm -hmm. Flash fights a tray with food and drink on it Mm -hmm. with with the flappy fish. (laughs) They really like that effect. You can tell they're having fun with that. Yeah. He didn't find as many people as Voltan's titties, though, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was the other thing. That was the other thing. When they're fighting, Voltan's just boom, (laughs) boom, giving them the chest bump. I'm like, really? That's how very, you fight these Very people? early Soldier Boy moves. Going on there. Oh, you! <laughs> Let's move into fun facts with Jared. I've got just the one for you. I found a couple good ones, but I knew we only had two episodes left, so I'm going to save some of those good ones for the end. But this one's not bad. We've all talked about Aura. She's a fan favorite. People mention her in the comments on the show. She's very alluring. And there's some Dale fans out there. She's also very, very pretty. Well, after the wild success of this serial, it garnered the attention of the Motion Picture Production Code, also known as the Hayes Code. And that was a self-censoring body to keep films decent between 1934 and 1968. They didn't have the rating system we have today. They just had sort of this governing body that made sure things didn't get too racy. And they must have been just as aroused by Dale and Aura as some of our listeners and some of our hosts because they said, no, you will not have these costumes again. And all the future Flash serials, the costumes get much more modest. So, And then nobody cared when they were making it. But when it came out, it was a huge success. And everybody was like, sexy women in there. <laughs> we got to kibosh this. We can't have women looking alluring. <laughs> Bad news, Saturday Matinee Theater fans. If, if we do return to another future Flash serial, it's going to be a lot less Dale and Aura to see, I do believe. I think the odds of that have lowered precipitously <laughs> based off of this information. That I don't you know what that me. word means. I think it means it might rain later. Yeah, but, yeah I'm say. it does. It does. <laughs> Anyways, that's my fun fact for this week. And man, just two more episodes of fun yeah, facts and boy. all this. And then we'll be on to a new serial. And you know what? Peek behind the curtain. We're probably going to let our Crusaders Club members decide what our next serial is going to be. So we'll talk about how to get in on that later. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Stay Tuned. All right, let's get to our ray gun ratings. Pew, 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 pew. How's this work? I'll tell you. It's on a scale of one to five. Five means you love this episode. Four means you thought it was very good. Three is good. And two is just okay. And one, I did not like it. Sounds like we all kind of enjoyed this one. But uh, let's go around the horn. And Pat, ah, what are you rating it? I really enjoyed this one. Like I mentioned in the earlier part, I liked how the gang got back together. I liked the action that was in it. I think it moved the story along. This wasn't a filler issue, so I am giving it a five. I 
loved it. Ooh. I really, really, really enjoyed this one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this one ends. Very cool. Very cool. And so we've heard from the proprietor of the Mongo Zootopia. Yep. <laughs> Let us know if you want in. Uh, hashtag Mongo Zoo. <laughs> oh, uh, Delva, what do you think, man? So with Crusader Chronicles, when we had that really cool Spider-Man Green Goblin storyline, I remember starting it off. I was at a five. I, and I gave I started off. I was like, wow, like the start of this storyline is good because it was like the beginning of the end of the Lin Wein run. And I gave it a five and I'm like, I'm going to continue to give it a five until it disappoints me. And well, this is the beginning of the end of the Flash run. It was fast paced. It was one of those where I, I kind of I peeked just to see what time it was because I was like, time has gone by quickly mm-hmm. in this. But a lot has occurred and a lot has happened. I enjoyed the ramp up. The cliffhanger was very good. It wasn't an easy one like the last one where it's like, okay, I, I, my guess was that Flash was either usually, usually either transported or invisible. Right. And it, that was it. That was our only options. In this case, I don't know what's going to happen. Dale got pounced on by freaking Tiger and Flash isn't around. Good cliffhanger. Great kinetic story. So I'm with Pat. I give it a five. Oh, that's two fives. Two fives. Is Jason going to round us out with another five? What do you think, sir? Yeah, I think so. I I agree with everything the other two gentlemen have said. It moved very fast. It left us with a really good cliffhanger. I also enjoy that you get the sense that they're coming closer to the proximity of Earth. We're starting to bring in Dale's father again. So all the pieces are starting to come together. It's starting to gel nicely. So five from me as well. Yeah, I'll toss my five on the pile. It's just a crisp, fast-paced episode. I knew it would be a five for me because when I write the summaries, I usually write while I'm watching it, and it's no problem. But here I had to, like, pause, Mm. unpause. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, pause, right, 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 unpause. (laughs) You know, I it was that good that I was like, oh, man, so much is happening so fast. I actually have to pause the show when I normally don't have to pause to write my summaries. (laughs) So very gripping this has just been a fun ride overall. I'm looking forward to uh, us closing this out, and we'll have to have some sort of flash wrap-up special at the end. It, it is, but lest we forget, Jared. Everybody get up now. One, two, three, four, five. Get down Okay. Yes, we did Come on now. Five. Yes, thank you, sir. That's. I feel better. All right. Well, that'll bring us to the Mongo Mailbag. We are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout-outs to our Crusaders Club members, who soon in the near future will be choosing the fate of what next serial we are going to go through on this program. These are the fine folks who have joined this crusade, and they enjoy discounts from my online store, theyardsaleartist.com. You get early access to special long box episodes, you get to chip in on programming, all kinds of cool stuff. So these are the folks reaping the benefits and giving some much appreciated support to the show. Thank you for being a friend. Angelica Wolf. Bill Bear. Blast it or stash it. Bob Busta Busta. Braxton Underwood. Dave Collins, you might know him as Battlewagon. Gene Hendricks. Gerald Green. Greg Van Leuven. I, the Collector. Ivor Evans. Jeremy L. Don't squeeze the Jim German. Musical genius, Joe Thomas. John Watson. John and Maggie. He ain't chicken, he's Jose Pollo. Maxwell Traver. Miranda W. And keeping with my promise of variety, I'll say Paul Hicks. Paul Hicks. Reggie Hancock. Rick of Jeff and Rick Present. 
Ross Michaud. Ryan Daly. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Steve Cronin. Tim Price. Toronto Cop. And one-time donor Bradford William. If we miss anybody on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind we record these episodes well in advance of release, mainly because we're fancy. So if you're a recent addition, we should be adding you soon, but still no worries. Let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll get it straightened out. Now, you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Jared? Yes, Dalton? I would like to become a member of Crusaders Club and mm-hmm. also... I am not Jason. Oh, well, you are know? luck, sir. You are okay. luck. It's quite simple. You can just go to patreon.com slash longboxcrusade. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. Come check it out. If you don't have any extra scratch laying around, but you still want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. Even if you want to keep it short with just star ratings, it helps raise the profile of the show. We'll share your review on the next show. We need some more of them reviews, people. Yeah, let's get some more. Saturday Theater is like deficient. It's got like one review and I wrote it. Okay, well, there are some folks that are carrying the banner for this show and we do appreciate it. They are doing shares, likes, and retweets on social media. And let's get a rundown of those names. Jason, will you start us off, please? Chris at BTO and Bat Books. Let her Nicely done. I'm going to go next with my good art friend, Mr. Mark Hatherley. Tremendously talented guy. Comics in the Golden Age. Joshua Oaks. Kim Ellis. Professor Frenzy, it's a show. Professor Frenzy show. Who is Scorpio? Who is Scorpio? It's not me. Give me a beat. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Everybody, I got this suit chase. Suit chase is called Power Pack. And I know these two guys. They're Jeff and Rick. Jeff and Rick. And well, it ain't no packing like the unpacking power of the power pack power because the power pack power don't stop. It won't don't stop. stop. It won't stop. Whoop, whoop. That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well done, sir. Austin Kaikendall. Alex Spires. David Collins. Copy and comics. Fan Film Fridays. Lauren Skinkis Art. Green Lantern HG. Kirk Spencer. Ross Michaud. Relatively Geeky. Ivan Woods. Johnny M. Clinton Robinson. Angelica Fetty Wolf. Gerson Amaro Mora. Hal Jordan. And Ivan Chudley. And we've got some comments from some folks in the listening audience. I will kick us off with one from Unpacking the Power of the Power Pack, which is our friend Rick. And he says, that wizard's just a crazy old man in a battle wagon. (laughs) Glad to hear my frenemy, old Ben One, chat with the guys about some sexy short shorts. And it was nice to have old Ben on that show. So way to go, battle wagon. I'm going to choose one from the battle wagon himself, Dave Collins. That That wizard's just a crazy old man. And he says, oh, no, this is the episode where I go complete opposite of everyone else and I never get invited back. Well, you're right, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) 
have said it better myself. Hey, when your phone's not ringing, that's us not calling. <laughs> oh, just kidding, Dave. We love you. We, we do. We really do. I'll take one from GLHG who said, and finally, the trophy, or otherwise known as the Halley. I'll give kudos to Delvin for Can I Take the Pill Again? And Pat for Crush Buckets. <laughs> but I have to give it to Jason for the What Were You Thinking, Flash? And the Missing Threesome. Because Flash did miss out on the opportunity. We all agree with that. He did. Yes, he did. Yeah, I see everybody got mentioned there. That's uh, great. We're winners. <laughs> there is one other person that got mentioned, Jared. And it's right here in this in this other one from Green Lantern. So don't worry about it. It says that it's another fantastic episode, gents. And there's a special trophy. Oh, must be mine. For old Ben One for being oh. a great guest and a Punisher fan, even if he likes battle wagons. This trophy isn't for everyone, only the fancy people. I see what GLHG has done here, and I don't like it. Mm, yeah. I think what? everybody did everybody get a trophy away. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Long Box Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. You can find The Long Box Crusade on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers, or at www.longboxcrusade.com, or follow us on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages at Long Box Crusade. Back to you, Jason. If you're a fan of James Bond and you want to hear us talk about it, check out Under Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Whose name did you call? Jared. Names is for tombstones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can find it on uh, iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers. You can go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or on Twitter, we are at OHMSPod. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat Kick Us Off. Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. I will start us off by going, you can find me on the Twitter at ChrisTatos01. Going to pass it to Delvin. You can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y one nine seven seven Jason. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or at Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. Jared. I am at Yard Sale Artist, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check me out on YouTube, search Yard Sale Artist. You'll find me drawing pictures. And I've just set up a new website in addition to the yardsaleartist.com. It is where do broken hearts go forward slash. I didn't win a trophy forward slash. I don't like it. Where do broken hearts go? And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube. And please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for The Case of the Imposter Mystery. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Flash, boom, Bum 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 bum
Seemingly, there are no logical explanations for these extraordinary intergalactical upsets. What's happening, Flash? Only Dr. Hans Zarkov, formerly of NASA, has provided any explanation. Four, three, two, one, Flash! Four, three, two, one. Flash. Boom. 